Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Friday Look Back episode of the Invest Smarter Podcast. And I'm your host, Simon Castillo, and this is my opportunity to provide you with my best insights into the world of real estate investing, business, and entrepreneurship. So let me kick off today's episode by, uh, again, reminding you that uh, I am a real estate investor, and I am always looking for people who want to invest alongside me in opportunities that come available uh, in multifamily and uh, other real estate opportunities. We do have opportunities available now. Um, we have both long-term and short-term opportunities, long-term opportunities in multifamily, short-term opportunities in residential uh, single-family homes. Uh, if you want to learn more, the best thing to do is go to our website, sastexascapital.com, download one of our free resources, whether it be an ebook a white paper, or get onto our email list, that will get you access uh, and put onto our email list so you will be notified as soon as new opportunities uh, come available. Again, the website is sastexascapital.com to learn more about investing in real estate and investing alongside us uh, in opportunities, uh, both in multifamily and single-family residential. So on, on today's episode, what I wanted to talk about uh, briefly is a couple of things, really. Uh, you know, we, we've been reading and hearing that a recession is imminent, um, but a lot of the economic metrics uh, that, that keep uh, getting published don't really point to a recession. Uh, the economy has been incredibly resilient uh, in spite of the Fed raising interest rates to all time. Uh, you know, highs over the last uh, 12, 12 to 18 months. Um, but we still hear about it. And there is still a, uh, I think, a high probability of a U.S. Uh, recession. So there is one metric, though, that I noticed that captures um, that sentiment. And it's basically, uh, it's, it's what are the banks telling us? So there is a... Uh, a survey, it's called a Senior Loan Officer Opinion Survey. And this is a survey on bank lending practices. And it shows that lending standards have tightened across the board. So lending standards are now at levels that indicate that a recession is imminent and could actually already be happening uh, according to this survey. So when, this, when the percent of banks that are tightening their lending standards on small firms, uh, commercial and industrial loans nears 30%, the probability of a US recession in the next zero to 12 months jumps to almost 90%. And that's, that's currently where that, where that survey is at. Now, can, can lending standards and still improve quick enough before funding becomes too restrictive or unavailable? you know, for, for borrowers and tips the economy into, into a much more difficult situation or recession. Well, that is a possibility. And if that happens, 
know, the, the recession probabilities would dwindle and the survey would improve uh, much more in future quarters. So again, not saying that we are in a recession, but uh, there are still metrics um, that point to the probability of a recession uh, in the next in the next 12 months. Uh, something to keep in mind as investors uh, will keep to will keep eyeing the data as it becomes available, uh, and we'll keep monitoring what the Fed is uh, is saying and doing. And that really is is a is a is a good segue into the second part of what I want to uh, talk about, and that's that. Um, last week, the Fed did not raise rates uh, again. They paused and did not raise rates um, at their FOMC meeting last week. Now, of course, they are still leaving things open in, in their rhetoric uh, that there is a possibility that they could raise rates in the future. And that is, um, you know, it's open for interpretation in terms of, you know, what the Fed is saying and what they, what they mean. Uh, and it, it also leaves us as investors with a lack of predictability, which is something that we always want to have as investors. We want to know uh, and be able to predict what's going to happen. But right now, uh, we are in a state of unpredictability as to what the Fed will do. So, But even if we have this, this unpredictability at the Fed level in terms of what their uh, interest rate policy will be, um, that shouldn't stop you from investing. And in fact, I think it may be a good sign um, that they did not uh, uh, raise rates again because I actually thought they would. I didn't think that they would pause uh, again for another month, um, especially since a lot of the economic uh, metrics that we've been seeing, um, the data that's being published over the last few weeks has pointed to an, uh, an incredibly resilient United States economy. And it really, you know, may it, it may even uh, it may even be time for us to see, you know, that there is a new base rate for inflation. You know, the Fed has has long said that their benchmark is two percent, and it's been two percent for as long as I can remember. Uh, but maybe two percent isn't the right benchmark anymore. You know, maybe it's maybe it's closer to three percent. But there's a lot of variables, obviously, that go. Uh, into determining what that uh, what that inflation benchmark is, and right now the economy being resilient, uh, consumer spending uh, continues to tick up, home prices nationally across across the United States continue to tick up, um, although not as uh, quick a pace as they have in the last few years, and we're gearing up for another holiday season, and um, everything that everything points to a, a record setting. Um, you know, holiday season in terms of consumer spending, which, you know, a little bit of a segue here, but, you know, we're certainly getting ready now. We're, we, we passed Halloween. We're into November. Uh, I think we're all getting ready now for Thanksgiving, uh, which is one of my favorite uh, holidays because of all the different variety of foods and desserts that you get to eat. But, you know, we're already seeing people getting ready for Christmas you know, are, are, are you as a listener, are you one of those? Do you already have your Christmas tree up? Do you already have your Christmas lights up? Um, are you getting ready for Christmas? Or do you wait till the day after Thanksgiving? I think, you know, for me, again, personally, I like to wait till after Thanksgiving. Right now still feels a little bit early. But segue aside, um, we, are, we are seeing um, consumer spending, you know, continue to, to tick up. And especially as we head into the holiday season, and I mentioned, I mentioned that home prices nationally continue to tick up. 
and especially in certain markets and uh, markets like San Antonio uh, being one of them. Uh, and, and you look around and the reason, the reason home prices have held steady and have not declined is because so many people, especially in the residential market, have such low mortgage rates. We're talking, you know, sub 4%. And there's there's actually even quite a few people that have sub three percent mortgage rates, so they don't need to sell. Um, and if they're selling, it's because they literally have to sell, like they have to move or some life event is happening. Uh, otherwise, they're willing to sit and wait. And what that means is on on the buyer side right now, uh, there's a lot of concessions happening. Um, you know, sellers are are willing to pay uh, all of a buyer's closing costs. Or, or maybe they're willing to throw in some other type of concessions um, in, into the deal in order for in order to offset, you know, the impact of higher interest rates. So it helps to uh, it helps to keep people in the market um, and not and not totally be uh, locked out because of interest rates. I don't I don't think you're going to see home prices tick much lower. I know a lot of people have predicted that. Um, real estate, residential uh, home prices would, would crash, uh, but I don't think that's really happening, uh, especially not in residential uh, spaces, because as soon as, as, soon as interest rates uh, do start to tick down, home prices, I think, are going to shoot up. And uh, that, again, that's uh, bad news for buyers at that point. Um, and right now, really, what's, what's the worst case scenario? If, if you can afford the cost basis of where residential um, properties are, you, you might be better off buying and in maybe you know 12 to 24 months, you could refinance into a lower rate. So right now you might be around what, 8%. And in two years, you're probably going to be somewhere around the 6%, maybe five and a half percent. You know, so take that for what for what you will, but you know, you ultimately you'd be able to refinance and, and save some money uh, over the long term as, as rates tick down. Uh, but on the flip side, if you wait, I, I don't know that you'll be able to get into the, uh, a house at the price point that we are at now, because as soon as rates start to tick down, I think housing uh, prices will, will definitely start to shoot up. So again, ultimately my takeaway uh, here was again, just to give you an update. Um, you know, As of last week, the Fed did pause on raising rates um, I don't feel like um, I don't feel like this is something that's going to be uh, happening uh, again. I do feel like they will continue to raise rates, uh, but maybe not continuously. Uh, they will be judicious in in how they raise rates uh, because we've already seen some things happen with uh, bank runs and other things that are that have happened in the, uh, in the economy. Um, so they will be judicious in in their approach to raising rates. Um, but I, I don't think that uh, I don't think the Fed is done uh, in, in terms of uh, raising rates. Now I talked a little bit about the residential market. I think that's going to be resilient. Um, you know, even with higher interest rates, uh, there's still a housing shortage. There's more people looking to buy houses, and there are um, a supply of houses. So I think I think home prices will continue to hold steady in most markets, uh, and in in some markets, and I think San Antonio is one of them. Uh, we'll continue to see an uptick in home prices. Now, on the commercial side, I do think there could be some uh, there could be could be some some trouble um, coming in the next uh, uh, twelve to eighteen months, as a lot of banks are holding commercial debt, um, and in in those cases, because a lot of this commercial debt is bridge, 
and uh, adjustable rate type of debt, um, it could be in the best interest uh, for those banks to, to lower rates as soon as they can. The sooner that rates can be lowered on some of these uh, uh, commercial type of uh, loans, then you can see uh, you know, groups that might be in some sort of trouble because of higher interest rates or because of rate caps have become so expensive. Um, they, you know, these types of groups would benefit from having lower interest rates because they could actually refinance uh, and not be so distressed um, in, in their uh, properties. So again, just to summarize on the commercial side, there could be some issues. Uh, we've already seen, I think for most of this year, a disconnect between what prices are and what uh, buyers are willing to pay uh, over the next 12 to 18 months. I think we'll see that disconnect, that gap close. Um, and we will see some distressed deals on the market because there are people that are suffering from higher interest rates um, and uh, you know, lower interest rates would, would really benefit those types of, of, of people that own properties with debt that's coming due uh, because they could refinance into a lower rate um, and, and uh, open up some cash flow in those properties. So uh, again, uh, I hope that you found some value here today in our discussion on possible recession, imminent recession, however you, however you want to see it. Um, and then also our discussion on the Fed and what the Fed is doing with interest rates and residential and commercial uh, real estate markets. If you found value, hey, leave us a five-star rating and a review. It goes a long way to helping the show grow and continue to attract uh, the types of guests and content that you as a listener both want to and need to listen to. So again, thanks for listening to this episode of the Friday Look Back, and we will talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter Podcast, the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.